It's almost 2024, y'all, which means it's goal planning time. That's right, we don't wait until a new year for that, and in this episode, I'll not only explain why, but I'll share my process for my annual goal planning. So grab a pencil and get ready to take some notes and then head to your own planning session with the worksheets down in the show notes. If you're a female entrepreneur who wants to break free from the pressure and experience peace and alignment to live that life you've always envisioned, then this is the show for you. I'm your host, Jamie Milam. All my life, I've been self-reliant with a figure-it-out mentality, starting with being on my own at the age of 15, overcoming drug addiction when I learned I'd become a mom at 19, and rebuilding my life out of a single Rubbermaid storage tote to now running the three businesses I've built. So I'm no stranger to pressure. My figure-it-out mentality created systems that helped, but I still found myself headed to burnout. I learned to listen to myself and apply the most powerful tool I had, my own self-awareness. So I shifted to incorporate my true self and align my strategies accordingly. And now I apply this practice to every area of my life. I'm on a mission to help you develop a practice of self-awareness, to learn to value yourself so you can honor those parts of you in your daily activities and finally live that life you're determined to have. This is Determined AF. Welcome to another episode of Determined AF. I'm your host, Jamie Milam. And last week on episode 48, I had Holly Astera on the show and she shared a bit about the different seasons of the year and how you can get in alignment with them to help you achieve your goals. And so here we are, we're in the fall, which is the flow season, according to Holly. And then we'll be moving into the dream season um, in the wintertime. So I thought this would be a good time to follow that up with getting you prepped for that dream season because, well, we like to be proactive around here, okay? So at the start of Q3 each year, I go through and I compare the annual goals and the activities that I had set up for the current year. So in October, I like to look at, all right, well, what have we done so far this year? Let's look through that business plan. This way, I have something to reflect on to determine what worked well, what didn't, what did I enjoy, what did I give up on really early on, uh, what's no longer in alignment, okay? Just some of the things that we like to think about when we're reflecting on that. And then I work on creating the following year's goals with that reflection in mind and where I want to head. What do I want to do in my business? What do I want to do in my personal life? You know, so how am I going to set myself up for the goals that I want to achieve in 2024? By the way, how are we already at 2024? I just can't believe it, okay? So What exactly does this process actually look like? Well, for me, first and foremost, it starts with the environment. This needs to be somewhere that is out of your normal workspace. And I don't mean just picking like the conference room. If you're an entrepreneur or a solopreneur or even just with a small team, this makes sense if you're corporate, but this is somewhere that is not just a conference room down the hallway. It's not a work table. This would be somewhere that is conducive to creative and focused thinking. Uh, You need to be able to eliminate distractions, but you want it to be 
vibrant enough that's going to keep you flowing throughout the entire day. For, for us with our team, what we used to do is we would go to the beach for three days so that we would spend about two full days. Uh, the first half day, the next day would be a full day, and then the third day would be a half day as well. Um, and this way we could spend some time focused. The beach is my creative spot. It's really a peaceful place for me. But whatever the space is for you, again, needs to be out of your normal workspace, conducive to creative and focused thinking, and you need to be able to eliminate distractions. You're going to want to have your planning documents with you and access to your laptop, but without all of those other working tabs open. Have your out of office on your email, okay? Um, and again, you're not opening up your laptop to having three windows open with, you know, 22 tabs on them each. That is a distraction. And I'm only saying that because that's what I'm staring at at my computer. <laughs> okay? I want you to bring with you the numbers for the current year that you're in. What were your target goals? Uh, versus what your actual results are thus far. This way, again, you have a true reflection of what the dreams and the goals were versus the commitments and the actual results, all right? Then we're going to start to work the numbers. So let's walk through this, okay? This is a really big part of it. I've worked with numerous coaching clients that will tell me what their financial goal is for the following year and they just throw out a random, seemingly random number like, oh, I want to make $200,000. But we don't really even know, A, is that, uh, is that even going to fund the life that they are wanting to have? Is it completely out of reach? You know, we may find out through doing these exercises that they really only need 120K and that includes for the big things that they're working towards or, you know, their goals. Doesn't mean that they can't put the work in to earn the 200K, but it does mean that we need to start to build ourselves up there and we need to be able to envision how we're going to spend that money. Otherwise, there is a psychological breakdown in terms of where your commitment will fall in doing the activities based on the plan that you're about to put together. Because if 200K is far more than what you really need or could spend, then you're not gonna be committed to the activities, okay? So we do need to get clear and very specific with your numbers because we are creating alignment for you. We're not working off of you know, somebody else's standards of success in the number. Because here's the other thing. We might think 200K is the right number and then we do this exercise and we find out that it's not quite enough. It might be just enough to survive, but it's certainly not going to be the number that's going to help us thrive and really experience life outside of our work life. All right. So let's talk about working the numbers. I look at the year's expenses, and I'm not going to gloss over the basics here, you guys, because I really think that we have to dial this down to the simplest of starting points so that I, A, don't assume that you're already thinking this way, and B, that you don't assume that you can skip it each year just because you've done it the year before, okay? So first, I'm going to speak to anyone in general that's just wanting to set some clear outlined goals 
for the coming year. It's important for you to look at what's coming in versus what's going out every month. Because we often underestimate and sometimes we overestimate how much we are leisurely spending each month. And we can't know for sure unless we are tracking it. Y'all know this is a way to create awareness, okay? If you put all of your expenses on, a, on debit or credit cards, then this is really easy for you to do in terms of tracking it because you can go through the monthly statements to track not only the amounts, but exactly what areas are you maybe overspending in. If we don't make time to look at these finances, how will we ever know how much that we can put towards the bigger things we want in life, be it a vacation or weekend getaways, maybe a new car or a new house, college funds, debt payoff, or even just that designer bag that you have been drooling over. If we don't make time to look at the finances, we can't make smart financial decisions. You guys, life is meant to be experienced. Work to live, not live to work. Isn't that what they say? Well, in order to do that, we have to get clear on the numbers. So now speaking to business owners, you're going to do the same. But you're going to do this not only with your personal expenses, you're going to do it with your business expenses too, okay? So you guys, let's talk about those personal expenses for a second. When you look at your personal expenses, I really want you to go back through like three months of your credit card statements. So that way you can see those monthly subscriptions or the annual subscriptions. I want you to consider how much do you spend on your prescription medication? How much do you spend at the nail salon or the hair salon? How much do you spend on your utilities? your rent or your mortgage, your student loans, your uh, lawn maintenance, the babysitter, groceries, you know, kids' uh, clothing, maybe your own clothing if you're a shopaholic, right? You're going to get really granular. How much do you spend on pet food? How much do you spend on whatever, like dog groomer, okay? You're going to get really granular to make sure that you are not missing these personal expenses. And I think that it's important for you to include a lifestyle expense line in here. So not just your groceries, but also how many times a week do you eat out? And let's be realistic with ourselves. How much wine are you buying each week? How many times do you go out on the weekend? What about date nights? This is what I mean by getting really granular. We are not guessing. We are taking very intentional time to be specific here. And then again, for business owners, you're going to do the same with your business expenses. We're going to talk about how much are you spending on paper or ink or all of the subscriptions that you have set up. How much is your CRM? How much gas are you spending if you're driving around? These are important expenses for you to be very specific about because when you create these goals, these goals are going to be based on your expenses and then they're also going to be based on what your growth goals are, okay? So since I'm telling you you're going to go through your, your credit card and your bank statements, 
You're gonna go through these things to find all of your expenses. This way, you can start to see what segments is too much money being spent in. What monthly subscriptions are being spent but not used? What investments had really great return on investment that you could be putting more money into to get more results out of? I understand that money and finances is not everybody's jam. And I completely understand that it can be one of those things that you want to avoid. But you should be practicing this awareness on a monthly basis or quarterly basis at the very least. You guys, eventually you can start to leverage this out with an accountant or maybe even software like QuickBooks. You know, my bank accounts and my credit cards are attached to QuickBooks. My CPA handles my profit and loss. So I can just log in every single month and I can take a look at that. But again, you heard me say I can log in and take a look at it. Just because I have hired leverage to help doesn't mean that I don't go in and take a look at it so that I can continue to make savvy business decisions. Because doing so, doing this on a monthly basis, or like I said, very least a quarterly basis, it helps us determine what our taxable income is. And when we're consistent at looking at these numbers, we can make better proactive decisions for investing before the end of the year to help offset our liability. By practicing this awareness and being in tune with your finances on a monthly basis, it also helps us see what expendable income we have in which we could invest into leverage, whether that's hiring help or buying into a platform that can create automation for us, right? So whether that's buying into QuickBooks or hiring the CPA to handle the bookkeeping. Let me remind you, you are a business owner. If you're serious about making this sustainable and succeeding, being an active participant at looking at your financials is a necessity to making smart business decisions. It's just that simple. So, all right, we've covered already personal expenses, business expenses. We're getting really granular with each. We're looking at the statements. We're seeing, you know, what's working, what's not working. You know, what could we spend more in? What do we need to stop spending altogether? Okay. So last section in determining our expenses, but certainly not least, and this is a section for everyone, you're going to look at those life by desire or life by design goals. This section is meant for those vacations that you want to take. And this could be the weekend getaways. How many weekend getaways do you want to have? You know, how many vacations do you want to take this year? Or maybe you're saving up for a really big vacation and you want to go do a European tour for two or three weeks and you want to do that in two years, right? Or maybe it's that you want to buy a house next year or the year after, whatever. Maybe it's the college fund that you need to start uh, and put money aside into. Some of you may have way longer to be able to do that. Some of you may have less time. What you're going to do is you're going to take these goals that are in this life by desire section and you're going to estimate how much out of pocket you'll need in total. Divide that by the number of years that you're giving yourself to attain it and then divide by 12. 
so that you can get the monthly amount that you need to put aside to make that dream a reality. It's really simple, you guys. Let me give you a quick example. Let's say that I want to take my son on a trip to Egypt in two years. And I estimate that it's going to cost about $5,000. Okay, so $5,000 divided by the number of years that I'm giving myself to attain it, which is two, that means I need $2,500 set aside each year, divide it by 12, And that means that it's $208 a month that I need to set aside to be able to take my son to Egypt in two years. Cool. Now, if your goal is bigger and the number doesn't seem possible for you to squirrel away in just two years, don't just say forget it. Play with the numbers, you guys. Maybe you realize that it might take you five years instead of two. Okay. That's okay. Or maybe it means that you pick up a side hustle. Or maybe it means that you need to cut out quite a bit somewhere else. The purpose here is to create the awareness of what it's going to take, set the intention to make it happen, and then take the small steps each month toward that goal. Okay? Now, we're going to get into some mindset stuff here. Okay? If you're only putting down wishes and dreams and big goals that you think are what you're supposed to do or, or be or have, rather than what you're truly connected to, then I'll tell you what, you're already setting yourself up for failure. And, and this is the same, it's pretty much the same if you are just arbitrarily factoring in some random desire for business growth. Let's say, oh, I want to have 15% growth this year and you just put that down. It's not going to set you up for success unless you get really specific and that you understand why you want that growth. Why is that growth needed? What is that growth funding? So especially when it comes to personal goals, right? And when I say personal goals, your life by desire goals, it could be that you want to buy a commercial space for your business. And that's one of the big goals that you put on there. But again, we have to be really specific with it. And then we have to be connected to it. To stretch yourself beyond the survival needs and achieve those thriving goals, you're going to need to be emotionally connected to them. So I encourage you to look at the big lofty goal wish list that you put down and ask yourself. I'm going to give you a series of questions. So get ready. You're going to want to write them down. Here are the questions I want you to ask yourself for each of those big lofty goals that you wrote down in that life by desire section. Why is this goal important to me? I want you to answer that question. And then once you have that answer, I want you to look at that answer. And then I want you to say, why? What would it do for me? How will achieving this goal make me feel? What would happen if I didn't meet this goal? What else? What else would happen? Would anyone else be affected by that? How would that make me feel? How will not achieving this goal make me feel? Don't be quick to rush through this, you guys. Sit with whatever comes up. Having this written down 
is going to give you something to look at when you are not feeling motivated. It's going to remind you of why you're working towards this goal and why you're doing the activities that will get you there. Okay? So, quick recap so far. I look at my business expenses. I look at my personal expenses. And what are my bigger goals or wish list items that I'm saving for? Now, I have a spreadsheet that's set up for me to input these things in um, that will calculate, you know, I put in the monthly basis and then it auto-calculates all of this for me so that I can come up with my overall annual income that I need, which also factors in the taxes paid on that revenue because I'm self-employed. Now, now that I have that overall number, I'm going to work it backwards. Based on my average gross earnings per sale, then determine how many units I need to sell this coming year to make that happen. So again, you're going to take annual income needed, divide that by your average gross earnings per year sale, and that will give you the number of units that you need to sell for the year to reach this goal. Okay, we talked numbers. Everybody breathe. All right. We talk numbers, Jamie, can we move on? Listen, I know that numbers is a hard thing to process sometimes, but here's what I'm here to tell you. It is a necessary part of being a business owner, and really, it's a necessary part of being an adult. If you ever want to achieve anything more than just surviving, we have to put goals together. We have to create a plan. We have to have the awareness to know where we're at, to know where we want to go, and how we're going to get there. It's a roadmap, okay? The numbers is the first part of the roadmap, all right? Now, I am not going to move into the strategy part yet until next week because I need you to sit with this. I need you to take some time to process what I've said, and I really want you to get into action, okay? So if you do anything this week, What I would love for you to do is pull out those bank statements, start going through them so that you know what your expenses are in your personal world and in your business world and really start to think about what are these big goals that we're working towards and let's make them ones that we know that we'll feel committed to. If you don't know how much a trip to Egypt is going to be, if that's on your list, then you know what? Just go to American Airlines and just search how much is a flight there so that you can just estimate it, right? Just start somewhere. We're taking these baby steps. And the next week, we're going to come in and we're going to talk about the strategies as how we're going to create this roadmap and the rest of this business plan so that we have our action items, so that we know what we're working on each week to get us to meet this goal that we've set up, okay? To help you get into action, I have left some worksheets in the show notes for you. This is a really big freebie for you. It's going to help set you up with the why behind three big lofty goals. It's going to give you starter points to think about for your expenses, things to consider so that you don't forget about them, okay, both personal and business. And then it's going to give you a segment to help you kind of 
sketch out some of your life by desire goals. Uh, there's some starters in there, but by no means do you have to use the ones that I have there for you. These are just kickstarting ideas, okay? And then it's gonna help you kind of put in your production goal, all right? Uh, and then next week, like I said, we're gonna move into strategy. So I hope you'll come back to me for that one. And as always, if you have any questions, DM me over on Instagram. I'm super curious to know what it is that you're struggling with. What are those limiting beliefs? And then what are the ahas that you found by working these worksheets? This exercise can be so powerful for you, no matter if you own a business or not. I want you to see that you can reach your goals. If you are determined to do it, you will do these exercises. You will create the awareness so that you can start to create the plan. All right, so get started on it. And I'll be back next week with the strategies and how to create that roadmap and the action plan.